You're listening to the Kingwood Cowboys History of Country Music. I'm Larry W. Jones from Kingwood, Texas, and I'll be showcasing the roots of classic and vintage country, cowboy, western, and bluegrass music with interesting commentaries on how the songs came about. Country music and hillbilly music takes its roots from folk ballads and dance tunes with generally simple forms, and harmony is mostly accompanied by string instruments such as banjos, electric and acoustic guitars, steel guitars, fiddles, and harmonicas. Now sit back and enjoy listening to the Kingwood Cowboys' History of Country Music. Hank Snow and Anita Carter performed many duets together, including When My Blue Moon Turns to Gold Again, Bluebird Island, A Pair of Broken Hearts, and others. From their 1962 album, Hank Snow and Anita Carter, Together Again, the first song on the B-side is For Sale, also called A Ring For Sale, written by John Howard and Eugene Draggy. classic of honky-tonk and an entry in the Great American Songbook, also known as American Standards, a canon of the most important and influential American popular songs and jazz standards 
from the early 20th century. Hank Williams adapted the melody for the song from T. Texas Tyler's 1945 recording of You'll Still Be In My Heart, written by Ted West in 1943. Biographer Colin Escott states that Williams was moved to write the song after visiting his wife, Audrey, in the hospital, who was suffering from an infection brought on by an abortion she had carried out at their home unbeknownst to Hank. Escott also speculates that Audrey, who carried on extramarital affairs as Hank did on the road, may have suspected the baby was not her husband's. Hank went to the hospital, bent down to kiss Audrey, but she wouldn't let him. Hank went home and told the children's governess, Miss Raglan, that Audrey had a cold, cold heart. And then, as so often in the past, realized the bitterness in his heart held commercial promise. The first draft recording of Cold, Cold Heart is dated November 23, 1950. I try so hard, my Stay tuned for more of the Kingwood Cowboys' History of Country Music.
welcome back to the Kingwood Cowboys History of Country Music. Here is Mr. Guitar Chet Atkins playing Snowbird from a live performance in 1978. song Bill Bailey won't you please come home the words and music were written by Huey Cannon who died penniless at age 35 from alcohol abuse Huey wrote the song in 1902 when he was working as a bar pianist at Conrad Diedrich saloon in Jackson Michigan Willard Bill Bailey was a regular customer and friend and one night told Huey Cannon about his marriage to Sarah Cannon was inspired to rattle off a piano ditty about Bailey's irregular hours. Bill Bailey thought the song was a scream, and he brought home a dashed-off copy of the song to show his wife Sarah. Sarah couldn't see the humor, but accepted the picture it drew of her as a wife. Huey Cannon sold all rights to the song to a New York publisher and died from cirrhosis age 35. Bill and Sarah Bailey later divorced. Bill Bailey died in 1954 and Sarah Bailey in 1973. The song was a number one hit for Arthur Collins in July 1902 and for hundreds of recording artists since. Here is Patsy Cline with Bill Bailey, Won't You Please Come Home. Hey, hey, hey won't you come home? 
song Pick Me Up On Your Way Down was written by Harlan Howard, a prolific songwriter. One night while hanging out at a California honky-tonk, he watched a young couple arguing at the club. The girl walked off and the guy yelled at her, well you can pick me up on your way down. Harlan thought about the incident and when he got home he took pen and paper and had the song finished by morning. Here is Hank Thompson with Pick me up on your way down. You were mine for just a while. Now you're putting on the style. And you never once look back to your home across the track. You're the gossip of the town. But my heart can still be found where you tossed it on the ground. Pick me up on your way down Pick me up on your way down When you're blue and all alone When their glamour starts to pour you Come on back where you belong When you learn these things are true I'll be waiting here for you When you tumble to the ground Pick me up on your way down Made you haughty and so rude Your new friends can take the blame Underneath you're still the same You may be their pride and joy But they'll find another toy When your new love can't be found Pick me up on your way down Pick me up on your way down When you're blue and all alone When their glamour starts to pour you Come on back where you belong When you learn these things are true I'll be waiting here for you When you tumble to the ground Pick me up on your way down Oliver Drake was born on May 28, 1903, in Boise, Idaho. He was a songwriter, screenwriter, and movie director. He contributed to 149 Western movies 
from 1927 to 1974, including Song of the Sierras, Trail to Mexico, and Deadline, just to name a few. Oliver Drake wrote the lyrics to the song Chiquita for the 1936 Gene Autry movie, Coming Around the Mountain. In January 1942, Decca Records released Red Foley's recording of Chiquita on the A-side of the 10-inch 78 RPM shellac disc number 6010. The B-side was Will You Wait For Me, Little Darling. Here's Red Foley with Chiquita. Chiquita, you're the one fairest rose of the real grass. Chiquita, there's a new trail that leads to a promised land. Together we'll find the rainbow. Together we'll go hand in hand. Chiquita. I'll be true as the blue skies above. There's no one, no one sweeter. My Chiquita, you're the one I San Antone was written by songwriter Larry W. Jones on February 6, 2008, as song number 5292. Canadian and Nashville recording artist Emo LeBlanc provides the music and vocals. Mama never had a proper wedding gown But she tended to the ranch house With such a joyful sound Home was on the prairie Eighty miles from San Antone Eighty miles from San Antone Slower kind of life Every man knew his neighbor But not the city strife Life there was 
Stay tuned for more of the Kingwood Cowboys' History of Country Music.
welcome back to the Kingwood Cowboys History of Country Music. Don't Let the Stars Get in Your Eyes was written by a disc jockey, musician, and songwriter from Dublin, Texas named Winston L. Moore, whose stage name was Slim Willett. The song was first recorded by Slim Willett and the Brush Cutters, then by Ray Price, Keats McDonald, and many others. The best-selling performance was a pop version recorded by Perry Como with the Ramblers on November 4, 1952. The song became very popular in England, Argentina, Australia, and Germany. Louise Rowe from Midland, Texas, toured with Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys in 1953. Louise was singing in a Battle of the Bands in Dallas in 1952. After Louise Rowe sang a song, she watched in amazement as the legendary fiddler Bob Wills walked up to her. She said, Bob Wills hired me as a singer right on a bandstand. She was the only female musician in the history of Bob Wills' band and became known as a Texas playboy who wore a dress. Here is Louise Rowe with Bob Wills and his Texas playboys. Don't let the stars get in your eyes. Me, but the day I return and you know you're the only 
Naturally, Bill Choate's going to start this off, but this is the tune where we always star the little man back here. Bless his heart, Billy Bowman. Watch him start turning red. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is the one where Billy Bowman got that high singing way on up there. You know, Bob, I was feeling sorry for myself, but not anymore. No, no, start feeling sorry for Billy. He's the boy in the spot. Here it is, friends. Faded love. Henry Whittier was born on April 6, 1892. He was an early country and folk music recording artist. Principally a guitarist, he also played banjo, fiddle, piano, and harmonica. Henry Whittier was the first to record Weeping Willow Tree on December 10, 1923. It was released in 1924. The original songwriter is unknown, so it is listed as traditional in music archives. No online recording of this song by Henry Whittier is available. Bluegrass performer Ralph Stanley teamed up with Joan Baez on this duo of Weeping Willow Tree on track number eight on the album Clinch Mountain Sweethearts.
for me. Blue Moon of Kentucky is a waltz written in 1946 by bluegrass musician Bill Monroe and recorded by his band, the Bluegrass Boys, for Columbia Records on September 16, 1946. The song has since been recorded by many artists, including Elvis Presley. In 2003, the song was chosen to be added to the Library of Congress National Recording Registry. Blue Moon is the official bluegrass song of Kentucky. singer Johnny Darrell. It's a country song originally made popular by Porter Wagoner in 1965 when it reached number four on the country charts. That same year it was sung by Bobby Bear and later Tom Jones in 1966 when it became a worldwide number one hit. The setting is a man returns to his childhood home. It seems that this is his first visit home since leaving in his youth. When he steps down from the train, his parents are there to greet him, and his beloved Mary comes running to join them. All is welcome and peace. All come to meet him with arms reaching, smiling sweetly. Yet the music and the words are full of foreboding and strongly suggestive of a cause of mourning. Yeah. 
Lonesome Train Blues, written by George Clinton Shug Fisher, was first recorded on June 29, 1941, by Hank Penny and his Cowboys History of Country Music.
welcome back to the Kingwood Cowboys History of Country Music. The song Hey Joe is a 1953 song written by Boodle O'Brien. It was recorded by Carl Smith for Columbia Records on May 19, 1953 and spent eight weeks at number one on the U.S. country music chart. This marked Boodle O'Brien's first number one record. He later wrote songs with his wife Felice for the Everly Brothers and many other artists. Here's Carl Smith with Hey Joe. I want you to give a nice good welcome to Carl Smith. Carl, come in here. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Carl. It's nice to be with you on the program. Thank uh, you. It's who's an honor. the Who's the guitar man with you? The guitar man? Yes. You mean the one that's coming in to sit down now? Yes. I better not call him what I did on rehearsal. Do that same thing. Same I'll, thing. Yes, sir. Well, is. he's got another name. He's known as Cousin Jody for the time. <laughs> but no. he's got him some new teeth. <laughs> I ain't gonna say the rest of it. He's been with me since 1951, and his name is Johnny Cybert. Johnny Cybert. I'd like to keep him about one more week. <laughs> How's that? Well, he, he does a real fine job, and so does Cousin Jody. I notice his biscuit board is not as, as flat as Cousin Jody. No, he borrowed that and shot Jackson. Good enough for me. It's the same price. That's fine. What are you going to sing, Carl? Hey, Joe. Good one, boy. Now, which find that pretty girl? Which that jolly dolly? Hydrate that dish I was supposed find. Elizabeth uh, Cotton 
C-O-T-T-E-N, was a black American blues and folk musician, singer, and songwriter. A self-taught left-handed guitarist, Cotton developed her own original style. She played a guitar strung for a right-handed player, but played it upside down as she was left-handed. This position required her to play the bass lines with her fingers and the melody with her thumb. Her signature alternating bass style became known as cotton picking. Although self-taught, she became proficient at playing the instrument. By her early teens, she was writing her own songs, one of which, Freight Train, became one of her most recognized. She wrote the song in remembrance of a nearby train that she could hear from her childhood home. Here's Mr. Guitar Chet Atkins with an instrumental of Elizabeth Cotton's Freight Train. song I Really Don't Want to Know was written by Don Robertson when Howard Barnes and released in 1953. The best known version of the song was recorded by Les Paul and Mary Ford, one of the top 100 songs of 1954. Andy Williams released a version on his 1963 album Days of Wine and Roses. It was also recorded by other artists such as Solomon Burke 1962 Connie Francis, 1963, Esther Phillips, 63, Elvis Presley, 1970, and Eddie Arnold. A version by Johnny Rodriguez included some Spanish language lyrics. Here is Eddie Arnold from 1953 singing I Really Don't Want to Know. It is listed as track number B5 on his 1960 album, Eddie Arnold Sings Them Again. How many arms have 
many, how many I wonder. But I really don't want to know how many lips have kissed you and set your soul aglow. How many? How many? But I really don't want to know. So always make me wonder. Always make me guess. And even if. Just let it remain your secret. But darling, I love you so. No wonder, no wonder I wonder. Though I really don't. Frederick Seagrest, known professionally as Freddie Hart, is best known for his chart-topping country song, Easy Loving, which won the Country Music Association Song of the Year Award in 1971 and 1972. Hart charted singles from 1953 to 1987. He was born to a sharecropper family in Alabama in 1926 and spent his childhood in nearby Phoenix City, Alabama, along with his 11 siblings. He learned to play guitar at age 5 and quit school at age 12. At 15, Hart lied about his age to join the Marine during World War II. He got an early musical career break when singer Carl Smith covered Hart's song, Loose Talk, in 1955. Other artists who recorded his songs include Patsy Cline, George Jones, and Porter Wagoner. Recorded on June 12, 1970, but not released until the summer of 1971, Easy Loving rapidly began climbing the charts. By September, it was number one for three weeks on the country charts and reached number 17 on the pop charts. The song won numerous awards from both the Academy of Country Music and Country Music Association. Easy Loving sold over one million copies and was awarded a gold record in November 1971. The album of the same name also went gold and won a Grammy Award for Freddie Hart. So sexy looking 
I know from the feeling that it comes from the heart. Every day is Thanksgiving To count all my blessings I wouldn't know where to start Every time I look you over So real to life it seems Upon your pretty shoulders there's a pair of angel wings Easy loving Seeing's believing Life with you's like living In a beautiful dream Every time I look you over, so real to life it seems. Upon your pretty shoulders, there's a pair of angel wings. Easy loving, believing. Life with you's like living in a beautiful dream. Mr. Sandman was written by Pat Ballard, which was published in 1954 and first recorded in May of that year by Vaughn Moore and his orchestra, and later that same year by the Cordettes. The song's lyrics convey a request to Mr. Sandman to bring me a dream, the traditional association with the folkloric figure, the Sandman. Chet Atkins recorded his first single instrumental, uh, Mr. Sandman, for RCA Victor in 1954.
Larry W. Jones is the author of over 7,700 songs, the world's largest collection of song lyrics written by an individual songwriter. Musicians and recording artists may freely edit and arrange his lyrics to fit their music and singing. To view the entire collection, as well as his public radio exchange programs, 22 volumes of lyrics publications, music videos, and a documentary of the Great American Horse Drive, visit kingwoodcowboy.com. That's cowboy with a K. Well, folks, that about does it for this episode of Kingwood Cowboy's History of Country Music. I hope you've enjoyed it. Tune in again for another episode with commentary on the roots of country music. Until then, remember to always ride in the direction the horse is going. Adios. Mm -hmm.